everyone. Scott and I are back with more Gutsy Presenter. Gutsy Presenter. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. Hi, Scott. How are you? You 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 have a a sob story to share. <laughs> Is it a sob story? No, I'm just. I was. I told the hmm. sob story last episode, so I figured. I don't have a sob story today. I do have a coaching experience that I will share. Sounds good. And, that, Go and this is going to be our topic today as well, because if I'm coaching to this habit, then I know other people have a similar habit as well. Sure. Are you ready? Yes, please. Okay. The coaching experience was when the presenter would go to start the presentation, the very first line, the very first thing out of his mouth was around setting the expectation low with the audience about the presentation. Did that make sense? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Should Let's... I reword that? Okay. Have you ever been a part of a presentation and the presenter gets in front of the audience and the first thing they say is, I just got these slides last night. I don't really know this material. That's one example. Or another example could be, oh, I, I've hurt my back. So I'm going to be standing really weird up here. That's another example. And what I notice around these statements is that the presenter is wanting to lower the expectations from their audience around the presentation they're about to give. Yeah. I feel it's a safety net for the presenter. Yeah. Now, here's the problem with it. It's the first thing they're saying, the presenter. It's the first impression that they're making and they're making it all about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that it's, let's face it you don't suddenly you're like okay well in for a boring ride you know <laughs> well unfortunately the audience this is going to sound rough they don't care they don't care if the presenter got the slides the night before that's not their problem all they care about is that the presenter is not going to waste their time and they're going to provide value so instead of focusing on what's wrong it's starting that presentation with that strong start that provides value to the audience. Yeah. What's the exact opposite of walking up and saying, oh, well, I just got this deck last night. Bear with me. <laughs> it's going to be a little rough. Like what's the, what's the well, what can you say in, opposite? What, you, what can you say instead of that? Well, well, first kind of, of all, but it's I mean, not even thought... shining a light on it. Don't shine a light on the problem, on the issue, yeah. because the audience doesn't care. So instead, it's crafting a very intentional opening to the presentation that grabs your audience's attention. It provides value for them. It gives them a high-level overview of what the yeah. presentation is going to be about. So it's having more of a... To me, it's more of a positive mindset than a negative mindset. Yeah. I, I like, a, there's a couple of presentations, TED Talks that I really love. 
all of them either start with a sort of a short joke or a story. And, and that's not, I don't <laughs> want to be prescriptive, but like everybody's got to do that. I hate, you know, an imitation-based mindset, like, oh, tell a joke when you start. But what I like about it that I think is illuminating for this conversation is it, you got to grab your audience's minds from word number one. I go for it. Very intentional. Yeah, don't, I, there's nothing wrong with walking out on stage and in a casual way saying something, how are you all doing today? But you have to be in the mindset that I'm going to take you on a ride. Like this is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> right? That's the opposite. Yes. yes. And I, I have two points that I want to make. And if I don't say them, Scott, I'm going to forget. Okay, go for it. Okay, the first one, I want to go back to the TED Talks because I will tell you that very first line was probably rewritten five to 10 times. No, oh, what it do you is, mean when, when, you, when you coached? It is so intentional. The very first line, the very first thing that comes out of a TED speaker's mouth is extremely intentional. Well, and share with everybody, you have experience coaching with TEDx, right? TEDx Seattle. Yes, yes, I am a... TEDx Seattle speaker coach. And, and I'm on the team now too. Yes, you are. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Part of the family. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So it's, it's very intentional. And I already forgot my second point. I knew that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> it will come back. Oh, good. Maybe. Well, let's just wait. Just sit here. <laughs> Keep talking. I'll get it back. Well, I, I don't want people to think that they have to give a TED talk every time they mm -mm. do a presentation. That's not the point. But there is this habit of letting yourself or your audience off the hook. You can start by saying, oh, I didn't get this deck till yesterday or something like that, which lets you off the hook. The other thing is you say, well, you know, I know you, you've heard a lot of people speak today. I'll do my best to keep this short and sweet. And I don't like that. It's the same concept. You're yes. lowering the expectations of the audience. Yeah. It's saying you're too tired to listen to me. So I'm going to try and let you off the hook. And <laughs> I know it sounds weird. You think, well, that's empathetic. It's nice. You're very kind to think of how they feel, but I say, bring your best and demand their best. Expect them to be involved, to listen, to actively listen. But of mm -hmm. course, you can't do that if you don't bring your best too. So I think it works. In other words, I think it works both ways. It does. Did it you does. remember your second I point? did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw the moment you did. You're Boop. Your eyes just lit up. <laughs> okay, this is my second thought around this topic. And just from my experience with coaching around it, I don't believe presenters that start their presentation in that way where they're making an excuse from the very beginning, I don't believe they realize they're doing it. I believe that this is a habit. It's a pattern in their life. Yeah. Now, I'm, getting, I'm gonna get a little deep here. Pay and this is for the for for all of us. Pay attention to do you bring that mindset into any conversation with family, with friends? 
does it start with something negative or to lower expectations and listen for it? And then the other part, and this could be kind of fun, watch your colleagues give a presentation. Are they setting it up that way also? Mm. Are they starting with something to lower the expectations? Pay, pay attention to it. I think it's very common and it just flies past us. Pay attention to it. Yeah. I, I really love that, how you connected it all. Speaking is this essential thing we do all the time. Yes. And if we want to be, you know, go out there and seize the day, you, you do it when you speak. So in expect, every situation. Yeah. Whether you're talking with a colleague or a presentation or friends and family. Yeah. I remember when I had to break the habit of saying a filler word, a certain filler word, I knew I had to break it in all areas of my life. I'm not going to stop saying, um, at the office and then go home and turn it on and say, um, at home. I knew I had to cancel it everywhere. Yeah. And that's, that's how you truly break the habit. Yeah. It yeah. works. Well, to wrap up, I would, I think what comes to mind is having a strong start, you know, not lowering expectations, but going in there and going in there with energy and fire. Even if you don't feel it. Right. Force yourself. I mean, show up and force yourself. And, and the way to do that, I think, is to be present, forget your worries, forget yourself to a degree, focus on the audience, mm -hmm. and just show up to perform at a high level and do it from the start. It gets so much better if you go out in a strong start with a strong start, as opposed to, uh, you know, having a bad day. Let me warm up here. You know what I mean? You hear this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what, what's your last? It's fascinating. Listen, listen for it. Just listen for it. Listen for it and pay attention to if you do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. once, you, once you recognize it, mm -hmm. you can change it. Mm -hmm. And then how can you tweak it? So you're starting positive versus yeah. negative. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, that's good. Well, I will try to do that too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are you pessimistic, Scott? <laughs> no, but I did start the last episode with kind of a sob story. And that's how we began this episode. Oh, we didn't have a sob story, but- We had a moral to that story. It was, how do you gain energy if you have to present at 4.30 in the morning? Correct. Jumping jacks. Yes. There was a point to there that. Was a point. So it wasn't now, really I know a what, sob story. I know what our topic is next time. What is that? How do we present in front of an audience that doesn't want okay. to be there they're being told they have to attend and they yeah. don't want to be there it's yeah, not yeah. the presenter's fault so how do you present to that type of a mindset with an audience yeah let's and do that com common mistakes when you when you face that situation and some little tricks that you can use yes to... we've got the tricks all right okay great all right everybody we'll see you next week see you later see you.